0: So the entire Warriors season started with a Draymond punch, and it may end in due part to a Draymond stomp. Welcome to the Damon Bruce Show here on Damon Bruce Plus. It is wonderful to have you here on Wednesday. We got April 19th, which means tomorrow's 420, and thank God fish will be gone by tomorrow because I don't need a fish show on 420. Two nights of fish at the Greek have basically rendered my left foot almost broken and an older man not nearly half the man he used to be. But we four are John, and my status for tonight at one point was downgraded from probable to doubtful, maybe edging towards probable again. We'll have to see if I'm there for the set run closer tonight at the Greek. But uh, holy shit, Draymond got suspended. I'm surprised, you're surprised, I think we're all a little bit surprised. Um, normally when a player gets thrown out of an NBA game, that moment in, its, in itself, in the vacuum of that moment, is the discipline that is attached to whatever occurred. So I thought pretty much time served, Draymond getting ejected for a game, a playoff game that the Warriors lose, that they were in, like that's enough of a punishment. The NBA sees it differently. And the statement from Joe Dumars might as well just saved us a whole bunch of time and just came out with a sentence just saying, yeah, we think this guy's kind of an asshole and we've had it up to here with him because that's really why Draymond has been suspended. Not only was his demeanor, his conduct detrimental after the fact and again I think I'm the first show to point out that it really wasn't the act that got Draymond in trouble and suspended it was all of the machinations that he was going through provoking the crowd and inciting you know just just going crazy Draymond that got him in an awful lot of trouble and basically the NBA admitted that that was a big part of it You know, not only did this guy do something that we consider a little bit too routine in his repertoire and a little bit dangerous and a little bit unprotective of guys he's playing against, but he then, while they're trying to figure out what happened, acted like a total asshole. I mean, dude, Draymond is a paradox. He is a conundrum. He is a riddle wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a really... Excellent basketball player, one of the smartest basketball players you've ever seen with the emotional capabilities of a child who is ready to shit his pants at any minute. He's, I don't know how many more games Draymond Green has in a Warriors uniform. And that's going to lead us into an offseason of big questions and speculations. If you would have told me, after everything the Warriors went through this year, that Draymond was honestly going to get suspended for a critical playoff game, I would have said, number one, there's no way that happens. I don't believe you. And number two, yeah, that could totally happen. I guess I sort of believe you. That's just who this guy is. I think we said it yesterday. 33 years old, 32 years old, however he is, 10 years into his career, four rings, you think the guy would know how to wipe his own nose by now. He doesn't. So the NBA wiped his nose for him. Tim Kawakami wrote a pretty good article about this. Uh Tim writes that the NBA powers that be are sick and tired of Draymond Green. In other words, like I was saying, they're like this guy's an asshole. Um The NBA powers that be are sick and tired of Draymond Green, who, let's be clear, is far from innocent in this situation and most assuredly has been given many warnings about this. Green has tired out a lot of people over the years. He's previously been suspended by both the league and by the Warriors, and there have been many other times where he could have been punished by either in non-Draymond Green incidents, specifically during the playoffs, and this is Tim Kawakami, the league has usually bypassed the following suspension if A, the player was ejected from the game after the incident, and B, if that player was in any way uh, indicted by the actions of an opponent. I think it's pretty clear that Draymond qualifies for both situations. In other words, Draymond's stomp was predicated on an ankle grab And the entire matter was adjudicated in its moment when he got suspended. So normally those two things put you in the clear. But not in this case. Not in this case. By the way, NBA playoff action. Game three continues for the Warriors tomorrow night at Chase Center. I will be there. Triple header in the NBA tonight. Grizzlies. Looking to defend their home court. They don't want to go down 2-0 to the Lakers. We got Heat and Bucks. Giannis's availability is going to be something we keep an eye on all day. We'll see if the Timberwolves got a puncher's chance against the Nuggets a little bit later on tonight. They've got about to get swept written all over them. And if the Warriors don't pull up from their nosedive in Game 3, which they'll now have to do without Draymond Green, they might have about to get swept written all over them as well. History suggests that most defending champions in an 0-2 hole the very next year in the first round do get swept. So they're in trouble. It's official. Ooh, a little good coffee this morning. Needed coffee after the Big Fish show last night. Uh, Tim Calakami goes on to say, I can picture Silver and his lieutenants feeling like Green was taunting them too. That's the thing. The commissioner was at Golden 1 Center for Game 2. So he's got a first-hand eyewitness as to the whole thing happening. Draymond basically trying to start a riot. Um, uh, and and look, there's, there's no doubt about it. When we talk to our children and we try to install into them, mind your reputation. You only get one, and it follows you wherever you go. This is proof of that. It's really proof of that. Uh, Draymond's reputation undermined any benefit of the doubt he might have gotten in this situation. And there's also this element of, you know, Draymond loves being the center of attention. Draymond is going to be the NBA's next, uh, you know, clear to see, easy to see coming, entertaining media member when he decides to hang up the shoes and pick up a microphone full time. He's going to make that transition with a wild amount of success just waiting for him. He's a hell of a personality. He is an incredibly interesting, incredibly flawed, uh, incredibly smart, incredibly stupid. I mean, he's just he is the yin and the yang all in the same person, which makes him so compelling. But the NBA has basically decided, dude, you're a fucking asshole. I mean, that's the thing. As much as we like you, as much as we want to go ahead and give you the benefit of the doubt and not dramatically affect a series, you got enough asshole points scored against you to where this decision for Joe Dumars and company probably wasn't even that hard to make. And that brings me to the other point of this that is not shady, but it doesn't make the NBA look good because Joe Dumars, who announced the Draymond Green suspension He recently worked in the Sacramento Kings front office. I'm talking like two, three years ago. In 2020, Joe Dumars was the King's chief strategy officer, whatever the hell that means. Chief strategy officer. What does he look like? He comes in one day and he's like, uh, today's strategy is going to be picking and rolling. I mean, what is a chief strategy officer? I don't even know. Sounds like a bullshit made up title to me anyway. Uh, Joe Dumars worked for the Chiefs. There's no more strategy he could implement for them than to get Draymond suspended for a home playoff game that the Warriors absolutely have to have. So maybe he's paying off right now. Woj, he tweeted, you know, NBA Executive Vice President Joe Dumars said on Draymond, quote, this is Dumars on Draymond. Here's what it came down to. Excessive and over-the-top actions. Conduct detrimental and repeat offender. That's what separates this. Uh, that's what separates this, where you end up with a suspension is Joe Dunmar's official statement. So again, it came down to excessive over the top actions. The stomp was absolutely, it had some, I'd like to break your rib cage to it. It was more than just, I got to put my foot somewhere. Draymond put some stank on it. We all know that we saw it. So that, and then the over the top actions, in other words, Dude, you got a leaky diaper. Like, you're, you're acting like a child out here. And Draymond does. When Draymond starts spiraling, he, 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 he's almost about to punch assistant coaches on his own bench. I mean, if, if part of being a real leader is keeping your calm while everyone about you loses their composure, Draymond's a shit leader. And it's pretty obvious that he and what he said all year has very little effect on the next generation, the younger Warrior players. And he pretty much, you know, lost Jordan Poole at the beginning of the year as well. And we all know why. We're not going to relitigate that. But it's just stunning that Draymond has put not only himself, but his teammates, who he claims to have the backs of at all times in this situation, you do not have the Warriors back at all times, Draymond. As a matter of fact, you're the only human being that I can even think of who got his own ass suspended for critical NBA playoff games. You know, At least this one isn't in the finals. Congratulations on your progress. You're getting a little bit better at playoff suspensions. But to be great at them, you get none. I mean it's just crazy. The way Draymond has conducted himself at certain times and, you know, he he has given the Warriors so much and he also has taken quite a bit off the table as well. Uh somebody here on the text line uh, and we will get into more uh text line and chatting on Club Plus, which by by the way, oh I got to tell you this one thing. So so we end the show here on YouTube with my traditional and like that, whew, he's gone. Which is the end of usual suspects and Kevin Spacey doing that. And I don't care how unpopular Kevin Spacey is now, that movie's awesome. And he Kaiser Sose is fucking great. So I don't care. Get offended. I don't give a shit. Um Kevin Spacey. For whatever reason, that triggers some YouTube al- YouTube algorithm, and they think that that comes from a ghost face killer song. We've had two videos be put in escrow since we've been able to monetize these videos because uh, because that keeps tripping the algorithm. So we're going to keep doing it because we don't think we're doing anything wrong, and it's definitely not a ghost face killer song. But we might have to mute it before we put it up on YouTube because, again, Daddy needs to make some cash over here. And in that regard... Let me thank Mike one, Mike, who just dropped a hundred bones. He said he wanted to send me $95.70, a little tribute to stations that make bad ideas, I guess, but um, uh, make bad choices. It wasn't anyone at the station's idea. I've got no animosity to the boys at 95.7 the game. The idiots who run that station from above, yeah, plenty of animosity. Um... Mike, that is the single most generous uh, donation anyone has made in the super chat. I thank you deeply, deeply for it. That is very, very nice. Mike, uh, wow, we don't expect anyone to do anything like that. But if you could all immediately give me about $100, that'd be great. (laughs) No, thank you so very much, Mike. That was very, very generous, very generous. And all I can tell you is that new camera, it's going to happen soon gonna happen soon yeah absolutely we got a little rockin new year era saying mike one mike getting that vip bottle service oh dude we're gonna send over the girls in the bustiers carrying the glow sticks we're gonna make you feel real special uh we are working on some live events that we'll be doing soon hopefully be gathering because if there is one awesome thing that is happening here um every day at 11 o'clock is we got a little community that grows a little bit more by the day by the chatter by the the person who's finding us for the first time and it's awesome i'm starting to get comments now because youtube is pushing me to places that aren't in san francisco that aren't in the bay area and there's a whole new audience discovering what i do and how i do it and people are starting to say all right some unfiltered sports bullshit for a change like that's nice that's nice so i i I, i'm glad that people are finding this we couldn't do it without you so hopefully we'll be getting together soon we'll be getting together very very soon and uh and thanking you all for just an incredible amount of loyalty it's it's been humbling it's been awesome and Otis Bird, the Third, great to see you, Brother, as always. thank you. He's blown away by the hundred dollar note. Uh, I was blown away last night. I'm standing in a bathroom line, and a guy came up to me. I believe his name was Chad or Chet. I'm sorry, it's hard to remember names during the middle of a fish show, but it could not have been a bigger pluser. I mean, he said, I've been with you for your entire radio career. I have immediately subscribed to YouTube and I love what you're doing. You're probably better now than you've ever been. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chad. It was wonderful to meet you last night. You made me feel all kinds of sexy and beautiful. Uh, Vince Vegas says Vargas, sorry, Vince Vargas, the plus plus It's all happening. Hit that like button, boys and girls. Hit that like button. Thank you, Drew. Very much appreciate that. We will get into more of your chats when we get into Club Plus in just a little bit. Draymond getting suspended. B.S. He's been getting his legs grabbed and baited all series so far. Khalil, you're right. But remember, and you knew this when you were playing high school football or whatever you did, it's not the first punch. That gets the discipline. It's always the reaction. There is no doubt, absolutely no doubt, that Mike Brown told the Sacramento Kings, we're issuing the code red. He went full-on Colonel Jessup. I I believe that, and that's smart of Mike Brown to do. He, Who... Other than Mike Brown, who used to be, I mean, I don't want to say he was Draymond's personal coach, but he was the, the, the Warriors' defensive guru along with Ron Adams. You know, it was Mike Brown who kept the hustle board. So he knows Draymond implicitly, and I think he knows that, hey, if you can grab, if you can pull, if you can impede his progress, here's a guy who's always on the verge of shitting his own pants. And if he does that, advantage to us. By the way, Ray Ratto wrote a really good uh, story today on The Defector. I want to go ahead and and I I screenshotted it because I liked it so much. We will be getting Ray on the show eventually. There have been an awful lot of requests for that to happen. It will happen. Here is what Ray wrote about Draymond in The Defector. He said... Draymond was the trusted and reliable agent who made the Warriors better and is no longer that because he's not there to be trusted or relied upon in a significant moment. If Golden State wins tomorrow, it will open new avenues of debate as to how much they actually need him to succeed. If they lose, he's going to be blamed. For Draymond to have put himself in this situation, and again, If grown men are in charge of their own emotions, Draymond was in charge of controlling his emotions. He chose not to, and these are now the ramifications of that choice. But if Draymond had kept it all together, whether the Warriors have a degree of success in this playoffs that fans themselves, the franchise, Joe Lacob especially, is satisfied with, yes or no, His status on the team was shaky no matter what. Like anything less than, holy shit, the Warriors actually defended their NBA title. This team could change an awful lot during this offseason. Does this suspension endear Draymond Green to the Golden State Warriors in any way? The answer has to be a definitive no way. No way. You know, they've got to be angry with the decision. They might not even think it was merited, but that's who you have on your team now. You got a guy who has the entire basketball world just looking for reasons to tell him to go take a hike. That's not going to change. Draymond is incapable of changing. Again, this is the finished product. There is no polishing this ruby to see what it might look like in a new light. Draymond is Draymond is Draymond, and it has helped the Warriors win four championships, and I don't know if if it will anymore, and if it won't anymore, Joe ain't going to pay for it. And Uncle Joe has slapped down so much cash, the minute that Joe decides, yeah, uh, no more open tab, you're going to have to start paying for your own drinks, I don't think any Warrior fan can complain about it. I mean, he just invested one of the single greatest playoff, or one of the single most expensive salaries in the history of professional sports into a team that, at home, was pretty good, and on the road were the Orlando Magic. Lacob's not going to just throw money at a team that isn't, you know, normally calling Jacob the jeweler at the end of the year talking about yeah we need to order another set of rings we're going to need at least 15 of those bad boys it wouldn't end or, or what's it? no hold on what the saying is basically like everything that ends usually ends badly or else it wouldn't end it feels like the warriors dynasty here is If this ain't the end, it's certainly the... We're a little even past the beginning of the end. You know, if the end is a book with three volumes in it, we're we're through the first volume of this three-volume beginning of the end book for the Golden State Warriors. And another thing that has been lost in the sauce of this now entire series and Draymond discussion is that Steph Curry is not the best player on the court. De'Aaron Fox has emerged as the best player on the court. If Steph doesn't wrestle that back and drop 50 in game three, Warriors are in real big trouble. Just a massive amount of trouble. There's no way to pretend they aren't. And it's trouble that Draymond helped put them in, and now has, what, abdicated any responsibility of helping them get out of it in Game 3 at the very least. I don't like the NBA treating this like it's just another game. I don't, because it's not. And it's not even just another playoff game either. I mean, this really is a historical tipping point for a dynasty that has put billions of dollars into the NBA's coffer. The value of franchises has gone up because of the Golden State Warriors. The next TV deal will have gone up because of the Golden State Warriors. Any rating success that the NBA might have enjoyed in this playoffs will be less than the ultimate success that they could have enjoyed without the Golden State Warriors. This is a moment in time for the NBA, and they basically said that it means more to us to crap on Draymond's behavior and put him in check than it does to continue to sustain one of our lifebloods in terms of huge revenue for the entire league. That's a statement. Again, Joe Dumars might have just put out the statement that said, fuck this guy. Because that's the way the NBA is treating him. Draymond is on full, fuck that guy status in the league office. It's, it's clear it's obvious by the way no other shows allowed to sound like this on the radio That's why you're here That's why it's great to have you here you know where you know you know who gives you the uncut colombian truth about sports here everyone tiptoes we stomp except we get away with it unlike draymond Damon you you talk like that you're gonna scare Stations away. Yeah. I was a perfect little soldier with the best ratings in the city. And uh, that scared us. So I don't give a shit anymore. I'm all done giving a shit. So. Joe Dumars used to work for the Kings, apparently is still helping out the Kings and the Warriors. Uh, It's Event Horizon. They're in an awful lot of trouble. Game three tomorrow night. I hope you will be there, certainly watching, and maybe even listening on the AMP app, because when that game goes final, I am going to be going live, Wi-Fi permitting from Chase Center, and doing a post-game show with a little music thrown in, some interviews of Bay Area media members, other media members who might stop on by and we're going to have some fun live from Chase Center on the AMP app exclusively when game 3 ends tomorrow night download the AMP app AMP if you actually listen to the show you'll be one of like 15 people listening to it it's a small little it's 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 like a you if you think we got a cool little small club here on the chat line wait and you see the AMP thing it's like the little rascals clubhouse we can only get 7 people in there so We're exploring new spaces. We're doing new things. Speaking of exploring new spaces, the only other story that we really have for you today, other than the reaction to Draymond's suspension, is the fact that if the 49ers really end up now trading Trey Lance and you can just feel the entire NFL media ecosystem bracing 49er fans for the fact that that might indeed happen, um... If the 49ers actually do trade, trade Lance, the only thing I can tell you is that Brock Purdy really better be the second coming of Jesus Christ. I mean, he better be incredible for them to get off of a prospect that they gave so much draft capital up to because they were convinced that he was about to be incredible. Uh, That is going to be a big moment, a fork in the road, if you will, for the 49ers. Ian Rappaport today, other outlets are saying that they're They're fielding phone calls. A call has come in from the Minnesota Vikings. A call has come in from the Miami Dolphins. Calls are coming in with other teams expressing interest in Trey Lance because they know that the 49ers are comfortable going ahead with Brock Purdy as the starter. Smart front offices always take those calls. Always. You take that call. You listen to offers. You keep lines of communication open at all times. Again, this is something that Farhan is terrible at. But the, the 49ers got a front office that is good at this and they should keep these offers open and they should consider whatever other teams are willing to give up for Trey Lance. But, and these are a couple of big butts here. Number one, any trade of Trey Lance before June 1st means the 49ers are going to get stuck with about 11 million in dead cap. So that is, you know, that's, it's not, it's not the worst I've ever heard, but that's not good. And then there's the whole question of who I don't mean to talk about Trey as a, as a product but what are you trading? Who have you gotten this guy? What is he going to be in this league? What has he been in this league so far? Does he suck? Is he damaged goods? Is he about to totally see the matrix and all of a sudden it all clicks for him and giving up on him would look foolish after the fact? I don't know. And they don't either. And you got a Brock Purdy injury. And you got Brock talking about, and, you know, maybe he's talking out of turn and he really might not miss the entire year and he was just thinking out loud. But you got him talking about, like, man, I might not be ready in the entire year. Well, then, probably don't take Trey Lance, you know? Because then it's Team Darnold. If Kyle Shanahan... Here's the thing, though. Has Kyle Shanahan secretly fallen in love with the prospects of what Sam Darnold might do for him. And if he has, the chances of Trey Lance getting moved have just increased. Brock Purdy, as good as he looked in the official shmau Brock is a question mark for several reasons. I mean, we liked what we saw. We liked what we saw very, very much, but we didn't see enough of it before he got hurt. And so now is that guy going to be who you thought you saw? Did you really see what you saw? Is it just an illusion? Is he sexy Nick Mullins? Is he Nick Mullins 2.0? Is he much better than all of that? I don't know. I, I don't know, man. But it is it is a odd situation still at quarterback for the 49ers. So that means, you know, Status quo. Only thing that changes around here are the seasons. It's mean, that's, that's unbelievable that the 49ers have finally drafted a quarterback of the future, selected Mr. Irrelevant, and they're now deciding between the two of them and Sam Darnold. It just, it never ends. It ne- The quarterback in question for the 49ers never ends. Neither does Draymond's nonsense. That never ends. Someone would say, Damon, we love the show. We hope that never ends, but all good things do come to an end. Daddy's got a big day today. He's got to get this ankle right. He's got to fire up the old, you still got it in your kid machine, trying to make him his way over to Berkeley. I got sick Jack upstairs. That means Jillian's tapping out tonight at the Berkeley show. So pour a little out for Jillian. She's super mom today, handling a sick kid. I'm gonna go up and handle as much as I can, but you know, I don't like sick kids. Even my own. I'm just kidding. Um, big busy day, but we do have enough time to open up Club Plus. Hopefully, we won't get uh, uh, uh triggered once again by YouTube's algorithm because they think this is a ghost face killer song. It is not, but that wraps up today's Damon Bruce show. The podcast is about to be pushed out for you to be used however you like throughout your day. Remember, it's the same show but better than you've always that that you've always had and now you can start it and use it whenever you want it. Thank you very much for tuning into the Damon Bruce show. Club Plus is about to start here on YouTube. All you podcasters, thank you so much for listening and please do remember that sports don't build character, they reveal it. that, he's gone.